Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever. You're listening to the Bellarmine Forum audio version of A Little Book for Holy Week, Meditations and Readings from Palm Sunday to Easter, with two visits to the Blessed Sacrament on the Altar of Repose. This book was originally compiled by Father Richard F. Clark, S.J., published in London in 1915. Full version of the text is available on bellarmineforum.org. This is John B. Manos, your show host, and I will be reading each day for you. Today is Monday in Holy Week. Meditation. The advantages of meditating on the Passion. Look to me, be ye saved, all ye ends of the earth. Number one, the Passion of Jesus Christ is the shortest way to justifying grace. As Moses lifted up the servant, serpent in the desert, All who looked upon it with faith were saved. So was the Son of Man lifted up, that all who believe in him with a faith that carries with it supernatural charity, moving them to true sorrow, may receive remission of their sins through faith in his blood. Do I thus look upon the crucifix with repentant love? If so, I may have all confidence that my sins are washed away by his precious blood. Number two, the passion of Christ is also the means of obtaining from God all that we want. It is an argument that he cannot withstand. If God gave his own well-beloved son, says St. Paul, he gave all else to us in him. He that spared not his own son but delivered him up for us all, hath he not with him also freely given us all things. Do I urge this all-powerful argument before the throne of God? Number three. The passion of Christ is also the surest means of kindling our love. We love him because he first loved us and showed us his love by shedding for us the last drop of his precious blood. We see in his sacred passion what the forgiveness of our sins cost him and how much he has forgiven us. To whom much is forgiven, he loves much. We see how his love was so great that he suffered not for his friends alone, but for sinners, for those who neglected, outraged, and insulted him, that he might win them to God. How can I fail to love him who loved me and gave himself for me? Spiritual Reading The Agony in the Garden From Discourses to Mixed Congregations by Cardinal Newman There then, in that most awful hour, knelt the Savior of the world, putting off the defenses of his divinity, dismissing his reluctant angels, who who in myriads were ready at his call, and opening his arms, bearing his breast, sinless as he was, to the assault of his foe, of a foe whose breath was a pestilence and whose embrace was an agony. There he knelt, motionless and still, while the vile and horrible fiend clad his spirit in a robe steeped in all that is hateful and heinous in human crime, which clung close round his heart and filled his conscience and found its way into every sense and pore of his mind and spread over him a moral leprosy, 
till he almost felt himself that which he never could be, and which his foe would fain have made him. Oh, the horror, when he looked and did not know himself, and felt as a foul and loathsome sinner. From his vivid perception of that mass of corruption which poured over his head and ran down even to the skirts of his garments. Oh, the distraction, when he found his eyes and hands and feet and lips and heart, as if the members of the evil one and not of God. Are these the hands of the Immaculate Lamb of God, once innocent, but now red with ten thousand barbarous deeds of blood? Are these his lips, not uttering prayer and praise and holy blessings, but denied with oaths and blasphemies and doctrines of devils? Or his eyes, profaned as they are by the evil visions and idolatrous fascinations for which men have abandoned their adorable creator? And his ears, they ring with sounds of revelry and of strife, and his heart is frozen with avarice and cruelty and unbelief. And his very memory is laden with every sin which has been committed since the fall in all regions of the earth, with the pride of the old giants and the lusts of the five cities and the obduracy of Egypt and the ambition of Babel and the unthankfulness and scorn of Israel. Oh, who does not know the misery of a haunting thought which comes again and again in spite of rejection to annoy if it cannot seduce, or of some odious and sickening imagination in no sense one's own, but forced upon the mind from without, or of evil knowledge gained with or without a man's fault, but which he would give a great price to be rid of forever. And these gather around thee, blessed Lord, in millions now. They come up in troops more numerous than the locust or the palmer worm or the plagues of hail and flies and frogs which were sent against Pharaoh. Of the living and of the dead and of the unborn, of the lost and of the saved, of thy people and of strangers, of sinners and of saints, all sins are there. Thy dearest are there. Thy saints and thy chosen are upon thee. Thy three apostles, Peter, James, and John, but not as comforters, but as accusers, like the friends of Job, sprinkling dust towards heaven and heaping curses upon thy head. All are there but one. One only is not there. One only, for she had no part in sin. She only could console thee and therefore is not nigh. She will be near thee on the cross. She is separated from thee in the garden. She has been thy companion and thy confidant throughout thy life. She interchanged with thee the pure thoughts and holy meditations of thirty years. But her virgin ear may not take in, nor may her immaculate heart conceive what now is in vision before thee. None was equal to the weight of God, Sometimes before thy saints thou hast brought the image of a single sin, as it appears in the light of thy countenance, a venial sin perhaps, and not a mortal, and they have told us that the sight did all but kill them, nay, would have killed them, had it not been instantly withdrawn. 
The mother of God, for all her sanctity, nay, by reason of it, could not have borne one company of that innumerable progeny of Satan, which compassed thee about. It is the long history of a world, and a God alone can bear the load of it. Hopes blighted, vows broken, lights quenched, warnings scorned, opportunities lost. The innocent betrayed, the young hardened, the penitent relapsing, the just overcome, the aged failing, the sophistry of misbelief, the willfulness of passion, the tyranny of habit, the canker of remorse, the wasting of care, the anguish of shame, the pining of disappointment, the sickness of despair, such cruel, such pitiable spectacles, such heart-rending, revolting, detestable, maddening scenes. Nay, the haggard faces, the convulsed lips, the flushed cheek, the dark brow of the willing victims of rebellion. They are all before him now. They are all upon him and in him. They are with him instead of that ineffable peace which has inhabited his soul since the moment of his conception. They are upon him. They are all but his own. His cries to his father as if he were the criminal, not the victim. His agony takes the form of guilt and compunction. He is doing penance. He is making confession. He is exercising contrition with a reality and a virtue infinitely greater than that of all saints and penitents together. For he is the one victim for us all, the sole satisfaction, the real penitent, all but the real sinner. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You have been listening to A Little Book for Holy Week, Meditations and Readings from Palm Sunday to Easter, compiled by Father Richard F. Clark, S.J., originally published in 1915. This edition is published by the Bellarmine Forum in 2021. You may obtain a print copy by searching for a little book for Holy Week on Amazon.com. The Bellarmine Forum was founded in 1965 as a band of lay Catholics banded together to assist people to fight the confusion introduced by the modernists on the wake in the spirit of Vatican II. This little book is a reminder of us to encourage traditional full practice of our Catholic faith. As you heard in the spiritual readings and in the other items uh, throughout this week, our Lord loves us so much. Why anybody would wish to diminish that love is beyond us. Contemplate our Lord in this Holy Week and come closer to our Lord. The Bellman Forum is supported by podcasts and audio broadcasts like this. They're supported by an anonymous donor that encourages you to say your rosary daily. This podcast is distributed for the greater glory of God and the honor of the Blessed Mother. Amen.